Welcome to Locked On 49ers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Brian Peacock with you on this Wednesday episode, this Winky Wednesday. My guest, as is the case every week throughout the offseason, Nick Winkler, Winky Wednesday episode. He will join me shortly. I do want to remind everybody first to subscribe, rate, review the show. You can find us on all of your favorite podcast apps. Tell a friend about the show if they're not a 49ers fan. Let them know they can still listen to Locked On NFL, which I also co-host with former NFL scout Matt Williamson, or that their team is covered right here on the Locked On Podcast Network. We've got NFL draft shows. We have a new NBA draft show. Nick, oh wait, sorry, Nick, you can't say anything. Let's bring on today's guest. Nicholas Winkler, come on down. Nick, what's happening? The Locked On Podcast Network is expanding. Chad Ford, NBA Insider, is going to have an NBA. Chad Ford's Draft Board, it's called, an NBA Draft Podcast now on the network. So the network continues to grow as people are stuck indoors and listening to more podcasts. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I, I love all of these podcasts. I, I listen to multiple, and you know this is the, the perfect time for this sort of expansion, too, because like you said, we're stuck inside, and a lot of us have kids, you know, and it's like, it's super easy to just, you know, parent whilst doing other things. Like, you just throw in one of your earbuds or something, yes. and you can listen to your podcast. You can listen to, to Locked On NFL. You can listen to Locked On 49ers. You can, or you can do like me and just go straight up rock band with the kids, like really get immersed in it. Like, if my voice is a little bad right now, it's because I was just singing Even Flow, <laughs> which my daughter requested, like one of the best moments of my life so far like you know it, it's uh, you're, plus you blew your voice out singing even flow rainy so this that is, is exercise amazing. for them yeah it is a little bit rainy outside and you're right parenting is a lot easier with podcasts going on here's what you do you play a rock band mute mm-hmm. the tv put the podcast on then it sounds good too and you're having perfect fun. love it the kids even might flow. not love it so much but i would <laughs> uh is there video evidence of nick winkler singing even flow with his there children. is not oh. no and there never will be i love that you blew out your voice though doing it like you you went for it which Dude, is I that's did. a good well, it was like my right sixth there. song too i mean you know right i yeah. started a little too high with some killers mr brightside and then from there it's just downhill uh, you got to go to uh the crash test dummies next yeah <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> uh 90s this song. is for anybody who listened to rock music in the 90s would have had fun with oh that. yeah I love it too. My son, my three-year-old, likes doing doors break on through. It's amazing. He oh, just runs around go. saying break on through, break on through. Like no matter what, that's part a of good song one. It is. Yeah, yeah. I'm introducing him to some good music through Rock Band too, which is great. No, that's great. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah. It's good dad mode right there. Let's whatever I can do to not have Barbie songs on. You know. Oh, see, that's yeah, that's key. The Frozen thing is like. Luckily, my son is. It's not even going to be the the cool movie to watch Frozen once he's old enough to want to watch it. Hopefully. Uh, but man, it'll I'd, still be around. I could see that being like that's like my nightmare. Is like over. It's not going anywhere, dude. Like you hear it once is cool, but over and over and over and over, and it's like, oh my gosh, man, what is going on? And over and over <laughs> and over and over, especially with a six-year-old daughter. Yeah, oh and that's uh, sheltered in place with Disney Plus. Whew, it's brutal. Disney trying to open back up. I don't know, maybe a little too soon there. Disneyland. Everybody's trying to open up too soon, man. Yeah, they. I, I understand. And look, w- you have your podcast, but we're seeing it too because a lot of businesses are like, well, shoot. Right. There's a, there's a few businesses out there that are like, oh, this is great for us. Let's continue to advertise our uh, virtual hangout party software. <laughs> right. Know? So, yeah, hit us up if you want to 
sponsor the show. Locked on 49ers at Gmail. But no, we're or if doing you well. Sponsor my restaurant. Hit me up. Yeah. If you want to sponsor Nick's restaurant <laughs> with a private party for one, or right. I guess you could still have like set up a future date and you just pay now, you know? Oh, that, there you that's go. How it works. Yeah. Or just set it up where you can make it where each table is six feet apart and people can still hang out, right? Perfect. There we go. Yeah. Come on by. All right. We've got a ton of mailbag questions to get to as we do on Wednesdays. Some news first, though. The 49ers continue to add some depth to the roster. They added a linebacker, a defensive lineman yesterday on one-year deals, Kerry Hyder and Joe Walker. And then Tuesday, they added Travis Benjamin, an yeah, undersized, who... speedy wide receiver. You like it, Nick? Well, I just, you know, he's one of those guys that's like, a, yeah, maybe. You know, like if, if anybody who plays fantasy football out there knows the name Travis Benjamin because they've almost picked him up off waivers probably a few times. <laughs> he's always the guy where you, weeks. you look at and you think, uh, yeah. No, I'll, I'll, yeah, you're like, uh, I'll pick up somebody else. Two or three catches, maybe a touchdown. Like, I don't know, man. He had some decent seasons. He's, and he did start two games last year for the Chargers, but he's not a starting caliber player at this point in his no. career. And he's an undersized guy, 5'10, 172 pounds, ran a 4.36 with a 38 inch vertical at the 2012 combine, has some return skills. Uh, the 49ers obviously wanted to add some speed this offseason at wide receiver and they were apparently in touch with philip dorsett's agent early in free agency dorsett actually the same day signed in seattle so the niners inc benjamin instead one year contract and he'll have a chance to compete he's only caught 18 passes over the last two years Uh, 30 years old he went on ir after five games and two starts and six catches in 2019 so he'll compete there's no guarantee he's gonna make the roster i think it's just more competition. It's somebody that Kyle Shanahan has worked with before from his days in Cleveland and adds value to the end of the roster. It pushes some guys, gives you some more depth, but it's not the replacement for Sanders and it has no effect on the draft, in my opinion. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I mean, you know, maybe he does see a little uptick this year because, like you said, he's got a history with Shanahan. Maybe this scheme works better for him. You know, they they definitely bring in guys that fit their scheme and, and they must think that, Benjamin's one of those guys, and you know, you know, it's great. I, I love competition. Bring him in. Let's because uh, right now, who who do you got? You know, T- Taylor's still injured. You know, Hurd's still injured. You know, it's like who who's on the the roster right now? Wide receiver. You got to bring in some guys. And they're trying to trade Goodwin. Maybe that means that yeah. they are finding suitors, or they're not finding suitors, and they're going to cut Goodwin because they don't want to pay him. So they want someone else with speed on the roster. They met with Speedster four two seven forty. Henry Ruggs at the Combine. There's rumors that that might be their guy in the first round. They have that 13th pick now. So, yeah, speed seems to be at least on their minds right now in the offseason, obviously. And they picked up Travis Benjamin, has some speed. And the 49ers have definitely erred on the side of knowing a player before bringing him in. I mean, almost everybody they brought in since they took over in 2017 has been someone who's been coached, you know, coached with somebody, worked with somebody, uh, been a player with Shanahan. Eventually, Shanahan's going to run out of players that he coached somewhere else to. <laughs> um, <laughs> he so and also not only did Kyle Shanahan coach Travis Benjamin in Cleveland in 2014, as Matt Barrows astutely pointed out, Miles Austin was his teammate back then too. And Miles Austin is 49ers wide receivers coach right now, so a lot of familiarity there. And he will compete one year deal. Could mean nothing, could mean a little, could be competition. Maybe he ends up carving out a big role for the 49ers. Who knows? But a one-year deal, 49ers just 
uh, adding to some depth and competition at the bottom of the roster right now. Yeah, when I, I first heard about it, actually, a buddy texted me and was like, Kelvin Benjamin, man, awesome. And I'm like, oh, yeah, big-bodied receiver. That's kind of cool. Wait, he got it wrong. Oh, Travis, <laughs> but yeah, very different <laughs> yeah. body types there. I was like, oh, come on, man. Kelvin Benjamin could eat Travis Benjamin and wouldn't look any different afterwards. <laughs> just run right through him. He doesn't need the speed. He just go through him. You're about 5'10", right, Nick? Yes, yeah, exactly right. Okay. I know you're not quite 5'10", but I'm sure it says 5'10 on your ID. 5'11 and a half on my, uh, on my, in the program. In shoes. I like how the NBA prospects get, uh, get measured in shoes. Right. Based on what shoes I'm wearing? Oh, man, I'm six feet today. When was the last time you were 172 pounds, or are you currently 172? <laughs> 172. I'd pr- I was probably 20 years old. So Travis Benjamin is the same size as 20-year-old Nick Winkler. And that's not a good sign. That's pretty small. Not. I got all that dad strength though. So now I'm 177. That was about Benjamin's age when he was at the combine in 2012. Were you a four three six guy, Nick? I was. Yeah. No four six three. It was close though. No wait six <laughs> six four three. three. Yeah. The there you go. That's, that's, the that's one. more like it. So Travis Benjamin five ten 172 pounds. Who knows what he weighs now? That was what eight years ago. So I'm sure he's gained a pound or two. But fast guy, kick returner. Add some speed to the 49ers roster. I think we should stop talking about Travis Benjamin and start taking some questions. That's a good call. Let's do it. Just really quick, before we get into the mailbag to DP, I want to talk about the 49ers depth chart and just read it out there and so we can kind of understand where the 49ers are at. You got Debo Samuel. Mm-hmm. You got Marquise Goodwin. As of today, do that you? Would yeah. maybe. I mean, still, they do. They right. officially do. Uh, okay. Dante Pettis, Kendrick mm-hmm. Bourne. Trent Taylor, Jalen Hurd, Richie James. Now they've added Travis Benjamin to that. They had some practice squad guys, Chris Thompson, Sean Poindexter. So a lot of bodies, but still a lot of question marks there with that wide receiver group. I don't even know who the number two would be. I, I guess it would be right. Marquise Goodwin if the season but, started but tomorrow. we got to kind of think that he's maybe not going to be around. Is it Richie James? I mean, Kendrick Bourne, probably. Kendrick oh, Bourne probably was the Bourne, next yeah. most... Yeah productive no you're right i think it would be kendrick Bourne. wow yeah they gotta they gotta make a move <laughs> so still yeah still still something to shake out there but they, they have a lot of i mean that's a lot of receivers too so i don't really know what the grand plan is aside from the number 13 pick that's still out there and it's no guarantee that the right guy's going to be there at 13 so we'll see it's a good wide receiver draft beyond the 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 number 13 pick but got to believe that they want that no doubt guy right and i think right. most fans probably were like okay let's just draft a first round guy and be done with this damn position instead of drafting a guy every year not knowing what the hell's going on right yeah i That's mean they did a great job last year they definitely got a keeper in, in samuel so they did we'll, we'll they see. nailed it last yeah. year yeah Here's actually, but, that's, but then again <laughs> wait a minute because then again coming into the last season we thought oh they got a keeper in pettis yeah well yeah I don't know. I don't know. Man. It's, I'm not saying Debo's going to take a step back, but I he definitely took a huge step forward with Emmanuel Sanders there, and now he's gone. So you I, hope that he just you know remembers everything that was taught him. As long as he doesn't get hurt. And by the way, what if Debo got hurt? Right? Oh what if, my god! What if? Why would you say such? What things? if Debo tore his ACL tomorrow, working out? You know, distancing himself and, and working out. He hurts himself. Then where are the 49ers wide receivers? Right. I bet you see a trade of some kind if that's the case. They would have to do something. Um, yeah. And you have to prepare for, you know, he'll he'll get 
dinged up and maybe miss a game. You, who who sure. are your wide receivers? So you, veteran presence. They have some veterans on the roster, but not that presence that Emmanuel Sanders was. Mm-hmm. Interesting, Tough. interesting scenario. What do you think about this? So mm-hmm. it's almost exactly the right amount of money. If the 49ers were to cut Marquise Goodwin and cut, they could they could do a number of things, but if they were to cut Marquise Goodwin and cut Tevin Coleman, that's almost mm-hmm. the exact salary they would have left over in space to sign Emmanuel Sanders. I think right. most, I think 99% of my listeners to this podcast, me included, I think you would say, what would you rather have Coleman and Goodwin or Emmanuel Sanders? I, I would probably Sanders. Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah. Yeah. So the 49ers obviously did not feel that way or just didn't want to lose those people. Right. And I know they like, and those are good human beings. Like I, I like, <laughs> right. Like I love Marquise right. Goodwin. How can you not like Marquise Goodwin? I got his jersey, man. Right. And Tevin Coleman, too. When he gets interviewed, I love listening to him speak. Yeah. I think he seems like a really good dude. But he's a running back, unfortunately. And you know how I we feel about running backs. By, yeah. by Mostert. So, anyway, that's where the 49ers are at. It'll be interesting. And it just everything points to the 49ers are just banking on that number 13 pick. Right? It just has to be. Right. Speaking of the draft and wide receivers, I got a question in the mailbag. And now I can't find it, of course. Well, of course, that's what too happens. Many. They get lost. I need a better system of bookmarking which tweets I want to read out. It's from, I believe it's pronounced Ray, R-H-E-I, R- at R-J Clean on Twitter. He says, the 49ers have drafted a wide receiver for 17 consecutive years, 24 receivers total. How many can you remember? Uh, the, you the like misses. Take, would you like to take a shot at that one, Nick? <laughs> 17 consecutive years, the 49ers have drafted All right, let's go backwards. Receiver. We got Debo. Right. We got Dante Pettis. Was Trent Taylor the year before that? Taylor was 17, yeah. Okay. Uh, let's keep going back. Before that. I think we've already missed. Oh, yeah. Well, you missed uh, Richie James was also. Oh, we're going to do all of them. I just thought we were going to hit one a year. Oh, just one. Pre- oh, yeah, because that's true, because we just need one for every year for 17 years. No, that's good. right. So before Taylor, oh man, it's hard to think back that far. That's where I get stuck. You get stuck in where are we at? Twenty sixteen. Sixteen, yeah. Ooh, I don't know. It must be low, right? I don't want to look at it. I'm trying to think of who it is, but I'm I'm blanking. Okay, I had to peek. Aaron Burbridge. Yeah, see, there's who's gonna get that? Yeah, Nobody. sixth rounder, Aaron Burbridge. If you just said if you just said Aaron Burbridge, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> I think you looked it up. Okay, 2015. This was the I'll give you the first rounder unless it was a, a wide receiver. 2015 was the Eric Armstead draft. Okay. Oh, oh dude, this is a good, I don't know. This is a good name. You Tart, gotta tell me. Tart round three. Eli Harold round four. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. No? No, it's nothing. DeAndre Smelter, round five. Oh, Smelter. Oh no, it was sure, the end of round sure. four. Yeah. He popped up somewhere else recently. I was like, oh, I remember him. Did he? Yeah, I think so. He's played. Maybe two- it was in like XFL or AAF. Oh, maybe or he was. Yeah, maybe he was XFL or AAF. There was some name. I was like, oh, I remember Smelter. Oh, played good, two good career time. games, one career catch. Oof. Uh, yeah. So 2014 was the Jimmy Ward Carlos Hyde draft. This year was the massive year for wide receivers, and the 49ers did not hit on one. Do you remember who it was? <laughs> I mean, have we hit any so far? The last <laughs> they have hit on this one was frustrating because there were so many good ones. The 49ers ended up with the 2014 wide receiver on their roster in Jordan Matthews. Oh, right. He went second round to the Eagles, had a nice first couple of years before he got hurt and then kind of bounced around. But the guy the 49ers drafted in the fourth round, no longer in the league. 
that's with most of their well, receivers yeah, they I draft. Mean, yeah, that's going to be a trend. Here. I don't know. Who was it? I'll give you a hint. He was a, a Division I NCAA point guard. He was a starting yep. point guard in college basketball, ended up playing football instead. South Carolina. Andre Ward. Bruce Ellington. <laughs> Bruce Ellington. Bruce Ellington. Nice. Okay. 2013. Are you done guessing? Or are you just not going to get yeah, anymore? No, I got nothing. <laughs> I know no, you remember. We're too far back. I know you remember 2012. 2013 is fourth round again. Quentin Patton. Uh huh. Uh huh. Was 2012 Crabtree? No. Even further back, huh? Crabtree was further back. 2012 yes. Jenkins. Yep. AJ Jenkins, round okay, one, yeah, yeah. 30 overall. Okay. 2011. Have a guess. You won't get this one. Ronald Johnson. Out of wow. USC. That name, no, that name doesn't even register. I don't believe that one either. He had one fewer catch than DeAndre Smelter in his career. It's <laughs> <That's> amazing. <laughs> 2010, are we at Crabtree 2010 yet? is not Crabtree yet. Man. My the, mind ain't what it used to be. Okay, th- this guy fumbled a punt once. Oh, Maybe more than once. Kyle Williams. Kyle Williams, 2010. That was yeah, a sixth-round pick. And then 2009, Michael Crabtree. Okay. Number 10 overall. I like the hints. That, that definitely helps. Okay, here we go. We're, we're, all, we're 2008 now. This is the bad 49ers. Oh. But a good draft pick. Really? Yes. Round six, 2008. Right before Michael Crabtree? Some really bad picks leading up to this guy. Uh, Kentuan Balmer, round one. Shiloh Rashal, round two. Ugh. A player by the name of Reggie Smith that I don't even remember in round three. Reggie Smith, nah. I remember the center, Cody Wallace, didn't have much of a career, but I remember him. I don't remember Reggie Smith at all. It just says mm-hmm. DB. That is so strange. Sounds like that Ronald Johnson or whatever you said earlier. Yeah, Ronald, I, I remember nothing. Ronald Johnson from USC because I mm-hmm. pay a little bit closer attention to wide receivers. Right. In college than me. <laughs> 2008? Nah, Josh Morgan. I got him. Josh Morgan, Virginia Tech. Oh, yeah, 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 sure. Okay. Yeah. Nice pick out of the sixth round. 2007, yeah. this is one of the best drafts of all time for the 49ers. Two first-rounders, Patrick Willis and Joe Staley. And then in round three, they came back and drafted a wide receiver. Was it Brandon Lloyd? It was not Brandon Lloyd. Oh. I don't, I don't know. Jason do Hill out of Washington State. Ah, okay. All right. 2006, the Vernon Davis-Manny Lawson year. Two first-rounders. Again, they drafted another third-round wide receiver. I don't know. By the name of Brandon Williams. Brandon Williams? Do you remember Brandon Williams out of Wisconsin? He's sort of like a kick return guy, undersized, quicker than, oh, yeah, quicker than didn't, fast. Didn't do a whole lot, though. Didn't do anything, yeah. No. Wow. Yeah, they're not good at drafting wide receivers. <laughs> they're not. 2005, we're still going. Do you remember the wide receiver in 2000? You know, you're definitely not going to remember this one. This was Alex <laughs> Smith draft. Frank Gore, another great draft uh-huh. in 49ers history. All good. Round five, wide receiver out of West Virginia. Nah. Rashid Marshall. Nope. That's not a real person. <laughs> this is a good one. Rashid Marshall had one career rushing attempt, one career reception for a combined negative eight yards. So he actually brought negativity to the league. He was negative in both. It was a negative seven-yard rush and a negative one-yard reception. Ouch, your one rush is for minus seven? Yeah, that's rough. End you tried around. to do that cutback. You didn't know that pro speed, though. You, yeah, you do the end around. You catch it behind the, the quarterback, oh, and, and there's a defensive end waiting for you. Or you're like doing an off-tackle. You're like, no, I'm going to cut this back, and there's a guy there waiting for you. 
and that was 2000. Wait, where are we? 2005. That was 2005. So that was, yeah, that was a bad year. The 49ers, new coaching staff were awful. Had the first pick in the draft, Alex Smith. And I mean, uh, you've named like three good wide receivers. Yeah. And we are almost to the end of this. 2004. Do you remember this one? An all timer. Round, oh, bring it. Round one. Actually, there was two wide receivers in this draft, round one and round three. 2004? Yes. This is, I mean, come on. Think about the all-timers at in round one. All-timers in not the best way. Brian, I'm trying to think of where I was in my life in 2004, <laughs> and I don't even know where I was, so I got nothing. This is when you were uh, 5'10", 172 pounds. Yeah, not quite. <laughs> Rashawn not quite Woods. Rashawn oh, Woods, 2004. another big swing and a miss. First rounder out of Oklahoma State, and they yep. dipped back into the wide receiver position with uh, a physical marvel, 6'4", fast wide receiver, Derek Hamilton out of Clemson, who also did nothing. Like, that's Hamilton, just no. so, nope. so many whiffs. This is insane. That's it's it's actually impressive. Like for how go. bad it is. This is the last one. It goes all the way back to 2003, and after this, the streak is broken. They did not draft a wide receiver in 2002. Do you remember who it was in 2003? Fourth round draft pick. Nope. You've already said his name. No, oh, Brandon Lloyd. Brandon Lloyd. That's it. Well, there you go. Well, it started well. At least he was decent. He did. He had a pretty good career. Like yeah. he did most of his good stuff with Denver, though. I think, right? He had 398 more catches than DeAndre Smelter. <laughs> that's pretty good. Yeah, not bad. <laughs> he was acrobatic. He had he had a lot of athleticism. That's for sure. All right, great question. We spent way too much time on it. Let's keep going. We have got a lot to get to. We'll see if we can actually <laughs> go rapid fire. We're shelter in place. Come on. <laughs> okay, fast answers only. This is from okay. Lucky Niner on Twitter. He says, hi, Brian, Nick, and baby Leo. Hope you guys are staying safe. Looking ahead at the free agents in 2021, is the need for cornerback greater than originally thought with so many yes. of the secondary as free agents? Will the Niners concentrate on those positions earlier in the draft? And I assume he, when he says the draft doesn't mean the 2021 draft, he means this draft because of yeah. those free agents. And I think you have to keep an eye on defensive back. Yep, yep that's You're, an easy one. Yep, absolutely. Tart. Spoon, Sherman, K1 Williams, all free agents next year. You got to draft a corner, right? At least one. Robbie says at BD Peacock at Bay Area Wink, what are your top 49ers games that you'd watch back during quarantine? Super Bowls not included. The first one is easy. It's week 17 this past season. Oh, against the Seahawks. Yeah. That's a good one. I, I would yeah, put I'll... on the Saints game first and then maybe both Seahawks games. Those Ooh, were both yeah. pretty good. I like ones. It. They were close. Yeah, that's good. But going back even further, um, oh, man. Somebody else Playoff in this game? thread says the catch game, the Bears game with Gabbert's game-winning bomb. I don't know if I w- would want to watch a Gabbert I game. wouldn't. I wouldn't necessarily call that the catch game either. <laughs> right. There's another one that's called the catch. There's like multiple catches that, uh, that I would watch should the be catch called the catch of them. Before that, yeah. yeah. I'd watch any game uh, with Steve Young, at quarterback. I have a terrible memory, so... I, I can't even think of what the good games that aren't Super Bowls are. Uh, maybe Kaepernick's performance against the Packers. Well, oh, the the Packers playoffs. playoffs. That was a fun one. Yeah, I actually saw that one recently, so I probably wouldn't watch it. But that is a that is a good one. Jeff Garcia's comeback in playoffs against the Giants. Oh yes, the the botched snap field goal, right? Yeah, yeah. What was his name? Do you remember the long snapper? Dude, I don't even know our current long snapper. <laughs> yeah, this is a famous name. I can't remember it either. But I, <laughs> someone out there is like definitely knows it. <laughs> 
People have way better memory about football games than Oh, me. yeah. It's insane. I don't claim to be that guy. No, definitely not. Dietrich says, was the signing of the defensive lineman really worth losing a comp pick for Sanders? Uh, I don't think it does because he wasn't, it wasn't a high enough salary to right. be part of the, the compensatory formula, I don't think. So it's only 32 draft picks worth of, of signings. So unless it's a high enough salary, then I don't think it even is part of the compensatory formula. But I could be wrong there, but I don't think it factors in. Okay. Trevor says, any second-round offensive line prospects worth looking into? Keep up the great work, man. These pods are helping us all stay sane. I think I might have read that one yesterday. This is an easy one, Brian. Yes, who? Yes. Any? Oh, yeah, the question is any. That's right. Okay, let's move on. Thank you. Yes, there are some (laughs) second-round. I think I actually answered this one yesterday. Matt Hennessy out of Temple Center. That's my favorite one so far. There's some third-round possibilities, too. Sadiq Charles, offensive lineman out of LSU. Tackle slash guard. Probably will start out at guard in the NFL. Uh, Matt Pert is a really athletic offensive tackle out of UConn. Those are some day two guys. Okay. Ryan says, first restaurant you're eating when the quarantine is lifted, and what are you ordering? (laughs) Mine and a burrito. (laughs) I'm going to be there, too, at Ardina's (laughs) Chili Verde. Oh, Chili Verde. Any place that serves Chili Verde, yeah. My favorite dish is in, one of my favorite dishes is in San Francisco at Puerto Alegre. It's the Pozole Verde. It's one of my favorites. And I actually had that right before the lockdown, so. Ooh, lucky. That was, yeah, that was good timing. Dan says, with the 49ers bringing back so many players, could you see them trading one of the two first-round picks to get more picks, but instead of getting picks in this year's draft, would they try and get higher picks in 2021? Maybe. I like it. I like it, Dan. Yeah. The trade stuff is hard because a lot of people make mock trades, but the team has to make the offer first. You go, right. you don't just like say, "Hey, team, guess what? You got to give up what this pick's worth." So, right? There's no has- like huge message board with all of the the GMs. Thirteenth <laughs> <laughs> Someone- pick is available. Who wants in? Right? Make yeah. Face. You're you're sitting there for ten minutes and you hope the phone rings if you want to trade right. out, and the phone might not ring, or the phone might ring and someone's like, "Here's jack crap for your pick," and you're like, "Yeah, well, I can't take that." Right, you have to get the offers, but yeah, if someone's willing to throw a future first instead of a this year second, you take it if, sure. if it makes sense for sure. Let's see, what's more valuable, a, a legitimate backup left tackle or a starting guard? I feel like Brunskill had a lot of potential at tackle. Not sure how I feel with him going to guard. This is from N- Niners No Nonsense. I think I've been forgetting to even read people's names. You have, uh, and they are all cursing your name. I apologize. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I, I think that if I had to pick between the two, I think that right now, uh, I think you got to go with the left guard depth, just be or the left tackle depth, because you don't know how much longer Staley's going to be around, and that's such an important position in the NFL. I think well, tackle's more important, but he's saying what's more important, a backup left tackle or a starting guard? Well, you right. don't even want the backup to play, so the starter's more important because he's on the field. Sure, so, but I don't in that regard because oh, yeah, they didn't resign Pearson, right? A uh, person got cut. Yeah, right. So cut. He's gone, but they brought Tom Compton in instead. But Compton's more like going to be a backup. They're going to add well, a player. Coleman should be back, right? And then, yeah, Coleman's back. We'll see where he's at. So maybe Coleman's the swing tackle. Maybe School's the swing tackle. Maybe Brunskill's the swing tackle, and they add somebody to play guard. But your starting five is still more important than your backup. So you want to have a good starting five. And maybe your backup guard comes in, and then Brunskill kicks out to tackle, and so he's still your backup tackle. There you go. The future left tackle is very important. I will say that. No doubt. Let's see here. Let's go to Alejandro. He says, I feel like it's just as likely to draft an offensive tackle at 13 as it is to draft a wide receiver. If they miss all three wide receivers and Henderson at 13, that means a great tackle has fallen, doesn't it? 
yes, most likely. Maybe. That's the great thing yeah. about where the 49ers are at 13 is they're guaranteed a great player. Like a good right. player will be there at either wide receiver, offensive tackle, defensive tackle, cornerback. It's a guarantee because there's 13 of those. Yeah, and the Niners probably have a board of their 13 favorite people. Right. So, <laughs> Which one falls to us? But if they're at 17, that wouldn't be a guarantee, which is why trading down from 13, even if, say, the wide receivers aren't there, still doesn't make a lot of sense unless they only go a couple of picks because then they could miss out on all those guys. And I think there's 16 true blue-chip guys in this draft. 49ers have an opportunity to get one at 13. So they're in good shape, but they have to like some other players in the rest of the draft at other positions just in case maybe the wide receiver's not there or maybe they wanted an offensive tackle. Maybe they're not there and they got to find one later in the draft. So they have to be flexible too because you don't know exactly which one of those players is going to be there at 13, but there's guaranteed to be a good one. What if Cincinnati gets on the phone and is like, hey, we'll throw you A.J. Green and blank for that 13th pick? Uh, depends on the blank. Yeah. That's AJ what I'm saying. Green's... What's that fill-in? What, what, what do you take for that? I would like... Third? The 13th pick is is massive value. Like, A.J. Sure. Green is under a... Fr- he's you got 30... that rookie contract for a while, right? Right. And A.J. Green's 33 years old and under yeah. the franchise tag. So I would just say them, you know what? If it's not a first-round pick and A.J. Green, then stick it because I'll just wait a few months and then sign A.J. Green. <laughs> right. Right. Let's see. One more. Let's go to 49 in Bell Kings. He told me what this name means because we made fun of his name before, but I already forgot what it means. It has something to we do with... We made fun of someone? <laughs> it has. It's a 49ers reference, but I can't remember exactly how that works in. He says, Hi, Brian. I'm a daily listener of Locked On Niners and Locked On NFL. Well, thank you. I'm glad you listened to Locked On NFL, too. But I remember your name because we've specifically made fun of you, and I apologize for that. Brag. He says, I've been struggling with what I think the Niners should do and who they should draft, and I believe that if they trade down for a number two and three pick and get a tackle and corner, then let them. From that 13? I assume he means 31, right? Oh, he says, here, it's not done yet. He says, and let them, this is, a, this is a double tweeter. He says, and let them learn behind Staley and Sherman. What do you think? Yeah. So I, yeah. that's absolutely a fantastic plan. Sure. Areas of need in the future that right. you should address sooner rather than later. If they turn 13 and 31 into really good prospects at wide receiver, offensive tackle, or somewhere on the offensive line and cornerback, then they did a great job. Yep. That's what I would recommend they do. I like it. Real quick, uh, did we see the last of Jason Verrett on our roster? I haven't heard a single peep out of Jason Verrett. I feel like that career might be winding down just because he can't stay on the field. Right. That's the biggest problem. Unfortunately. Jeff says, protect the QB or rush the QB. Everything else can be covered later on. That's a good plan. Quarterback, yeah. you got your quarterback set. Protect your quarterback. Go get the other team's quarterback. Those should be priorities for every team, every year, always, all the time. Amen. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Nick, thank you for joining the show once again. Hey, my pleasure, bud. And I apologize if we did not get to your mailbag question. Keep them coming. I'll be doing a segment on every episode throughout the off season. We'll be back next Wednesday with Nick as well to hit a bunch of them. And I'll be back by myself tomorrow right here, Locked On 49ers. Break on through, break on through, break on through. See ya. <laughs> 